Hi guys, hello and welcome to another episode of the Rock, Paper, Scissors podcast. Today's episode is a very special edition because um, I have a lot of guests on this one with me and it's going to be a very interesting topic and I really can't wait for us to delve into this one. But just before we go on, I think I'd like you to meet my guests. Ah, emphasis on the S because we are plenty today. All right guys, please introduce yourselves. Hey, my name is Hawa Abikon. I'm a lawyer in Nigeria, but I'm currently studying for a master's program in international law in the UK. And I'm very excited to be on the podcast today. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much, Hawa, for joining us. It's a pleasure to have you here. Hi, my name is Adibui Omogwege, and it's a pleasure to be on another episode of the Rock Paper podcast, an accountant by a profession in Nigeria. Oh, thank you so much for joining us, Boye. Hi, my name is Olumide. I'm, I'm an auditor, external auditor here in Nigeria, and um, I'm so excited to be here. Oh, thank you so much for joining us, Olumide. Okay, hi everyone. My name is Abim Bolat Tiba. Um, I'm a diplomat, but I currently work with um, Oxford um, International Group here in Nigeria. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, so our topic today is basically our views on feminism in Nigeria. And um, on this panel, I like to call this a panel. On this panel, we have um, people who have, you know, um, contradicting views. And the goal is to have, like, you know, opinions of different people because we're all Nigerians. That's the first thing I want us to note. And we're all going to be discussing about um, feminism in Nigeria, expressing our views. And um, the whole idea is to be able to reach a common ground. However, if we don't get to reach a common ground, it's fine. It's also important that we just get to hear our views and, you know, at least we know how people view feminism in Nigeria. We have Olumide and Bimbo, who are not entirely in support of the feminist movement. We have Hawa and Boye, who are in support of the feminism movement. So we're just going to try to reach a middle ground. However, like I said, it's fine if we don't get to reach a common consensus. So I'd be asking questions just to get their views um about feminism in nigeria and then yeah we get to hear what feminists and non-feminists think about feminism in nigeria my first question would be um what do you think about the feminism movement in nigeria do you think it is um something that we just basically do because um western people are you know shouting about it or we're just trying to like be copycat so do you think it is um something that is worth fighting for what's being or, or you know what's being talked about in nigeria Okay, uh, I think it's unfair to the feminists in Nigeria to say that they exist simply because the Westerns are fighting for feminism in their own countries. Because um, when you look at the evolution of feminism in Africa and in Nigeria particularly, some would say that feminism started in Africa. I don't know how far you can push that narrative, but I would like I would accept more the narrative that. Even though feminist as feminism as an academic movement started in the West, because of the fact that African women and Nigerian women have specific problems that Western feminism might not be able to accommodate simply because they are black or they are African or they are Nigerian, there needs to be a branch of feminism in Nigeria. So in terms of the movement, I think the movement has been um, quite successful and has um, evolved to have more people following it and has also um, captured more people understanding what the roots of feminism is as simply the belief that men and women should have equal opportunities and 
um, particularly in private and public sectors, to be treated equally and have equal outcomes as well. So in terms of that, I think the feminism movement has um, progressed in Nigeria and is an important one and not necessarily a branch of the Western feminism. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Thank you all. I have always been a very, very big proponent of um, feminism as from, from the um, moment I heard about it and what it stood for in Nigeria or in the world, basically. But I began to branch up when I began to see some things that were abnormal. Um, looking at it, yes, there have been significant progresses in Nigeria, especially in the workplace environment. I work where I work, we have more ladies who are the top, yeah, than guys. So it's, it's an interesting thing. But for me, it's not a win for, because I do not believe that you fight isms with isms. Women are plagued with so many isms, racism, feminism, tribalism, and everywhere in the world. But you, I do not believe anyone should fight isms with isms. So um, the feminism movement in Nigeria have now branched off. It looks like, okay, we've attained this one. It looks like we're making progress here. They branched off into family life. And, um, and you know, um, what works for person A doesn't work for person B and all of that. So they're trying to make it a uniform. This is what all women should be wanting. This is what you must be demanding. And all this, um, because you're a woman, this is what you should be demanding and all of that. So I feel like feminism in Nigeria has kind of digressed out of what is applicable all around. I think it would be a very what is applicable all around. And right now, it looks like they are doing more harm than, uh, than good for those who want to stringently follow their plans and policies. Uh, that's my thought of feminism in Nigeria. Right? Thank you very much, Lumide. So in my opinion, I don't think feminism is, um, is a waste of time or maybe in Nigeria or in Africa at large. I mean, this is one place where inequality between both sexes, in terms of opportunities, basically, it's, it's really, really, the gap is really wide, it's really, really wide. Okay, although we're, we're seeing improvements daily, thank God, but then if the movement wasn't there initially, I think we might be way, way, way back, like way, way behind. I mean, so we need to learn how to call something by its name. So I don't think the word feminism or the movement is actually a bad idea because initially the first problem in the first place is actually that there's unequal opportunities between men and women. So that is what it is. For example, you know how when there's the um, Black Lives Matter movement, you know, some people will tell you, well, why is there a Black Lives Matter movement? It should be all lives matter, not all lives matter. But that is not really what it is. There's actually a problem. Black lives are really, there's there's a racism problem, right? So let's actually call it what. So when people say they have a problem with the word feminism, actually, what is actually the problem? The problem is that women don't have equal opportunities as with men. So let's call it what it is anyway. And that is, that's just, what, that's my opinion. Okay, thank you very much, Way. Well, for my own view, I think I support um, Olumide's view. That's the fact that everything, whatever feminism stands for in the West is not what Nigeria is pushing for. I think even before, way before I even knew what feminism really is, I felt like it was the way of trying to tell guys that oh, we're on the same, <laughs> we're on the same thought, or we're on the same level, nothing to respect, dishonor, a lot of things basically. That's why you know then homes were having issues. And when you hear them say it's feminism, I'm a feminist, I'm a feminist. Do you understand? So for me in Nigeria, 
I think we are leaving the main point or what really feminism is about. If we say feminism is about creating opportunities, allowing women to have like almost the same right or equal rights with men in the society, then let's stick to it. And let's even be the women actually stand up to take these opportunities. But even in Nigeria, we only see few women, do you understand? It's, it's not, for me, they are misquoting or misusing the word feminism, do you understand? People are hiding, even some ladies hide under the guise of feminism to do what is not done. And they'll tell you, oh, I'm a feminist, I'm a lady, I have equal rights. If indeed feminism stands for equal rights in public sector, that is fine. Like that means it's just basically saying that the um, capability a woman has or a man has to, you can, we can also be brought to the fore, basically. That means a woman can hold political office. Same with a man, you could do anything, not because you're a woman, okay, you should just sit down and be washing clothes, be ironing clothes and take care of children. That a woman has more in them than maybe probably the society has told us about. If that was it, fine. I won't really have issues with it. But women are taking it extreme. They are losing their heads. Do you understand that? That's why even um, you see a woman or a lady telling you, because you know feminism has different aspects, you understand? In fact, okay, opportunities, then some ladies will come and tell you, even in the way they dress, the way they portray themselves, and the feminist and all. But the truth is, I think in Nigeria, we need to ask ourselves, is it really feminism we're pursuing? Or it's like there's a competition between male and female genders. Is that really what we are pushing for? Or really to tell the world that, oh, I'm a woman, and my world goes way beyond cooking, giving birth to children and all these things it goes way beyond that so i think that's it for me in nigeria we are missing the main point basically that's my own point of view thank you very much when you say um olumide said abnormal and abimbola said extreme can you give an example so i know exactly what you're talking about is abnormal or extreme thank you that's my that's my problem um society is what it is and um we are trying to change stereotypes, beautiful. We are trying to change um, the way we do things generally. Expectation of society should not be what we should be pursuing as, um, as uh, individuals. So when we talk about choice, we want women to have choice. Am I right? That's, that's one of the biggest stance of the International Women's Day, where women can have choices and make their mind up and do whatever they feel is best for them. So um, we as guys too, Get. Mm-hmm. Made, no, made a statement or uh boy, I don't know what she said. So more like but we want to know that women have more in them than what society has portrayed. Mm-hmm. But the question is, what if me as a guy, for instance, we are fighting for the right of the boy child, let's just assume. What if I have lesser in me than what society expects? Women have more than what society said they should do. But as a guy, I have less than what society may be expecting from me. This is what this is what I put it. If I want to be for instance, a stay-at-home father. I want to just, I just want to just enjoy my life and sit down at home, chill, woman, go outside, work and bring the money home. What would society say about that? that? That's what makes me happy as a person. So eventually, society finds a way to filter into our expectations. So definitely, I'm talking about feminism in terms of family life. So now you see a family, husband and wife, children, and this is the way they run their family. Man is providing, woman stays at home, probably housewife for instance a typical feminist in nigeria says the woman is suffering that that word suffering comes to the fore and it is abnormal to me 
it abnormal because this is what this woman has chosen to do. I'm not talking about a situation whereby some African men or many African men begin to be oppressive. She gets oppressive and they're like, you must stay at home, don't work, I make enough and all of that. I'm not talking about that. So in a situation whereby even a woman herself chooses that this is what she wants to do, a choice that most men don't have, which actually pains me. Because honestly, if I have a chance to be at home, I'd that, you know, just boom. Let the money just come and meet me at home. I'll be so glad. <laughs> but if she has a choice to make, and she makes a choice that I'm not working, I'm going to stay at home. My husband makes money enough. The average African woman may come and say, oh, feminist, sorry, in Nigeria, I'm talking about in Nigeria, we say she's suffering. The, the, the essence of feminism has always been so that women have choices. So now when some women make some choices, probably enough as some other people who are feminist quote on unquote see its fit they feel like you're sacrificing too much for your family um, you're sacrificing too much for this for that so in a sense what we are saying now is that um, the core the core of society things that are as core as family as marriage and love it's the rise of feminism somehow has increased the rate of divorces family destruction right now that's the truth and those are um as feminism as any other ism that we ever have anywhere has always been in the interest of a a sector, a subsector. I don't know how to explain it any further, but I'm saying that, for instance, racism started because the white man wanted to pro- protect his own interest. Get. So tribalism from the um, from this perspective of probably a Yoruba person is protecting the interest of the Yoruba people. Take it. And as we, these people from the other tribe, they come in, they are going, they are going to eat, um, they are going to take from what only should be ours. So feminism is coming up from what I'm seeing so far in Nigeria. It's coming up and saying women should have this. I'm trying to see a situation whereby probably I have an opening to become a member of the board of directors of a major company, and I and five other people apply. All four of them, or all five of them, we are six. All five of them are ladies, and I have a guy. I'm more qualified than all of them. But the makeup of the board of directors of that company are all men right now. And they say, just because you are a man, we just need a lady. Although you are more qualified, or we just need a woman on board so that they can say that we are progressive. Then all of a sudden, I don't have an opportunity just because now, you see the flip? Before, people are not getting what they should have just because they are ladies. Now, I'm not getting what I should have just because I'm a man. Are you getting it? So, um, uh, we are striving for a world that doesn't see color. I try to see, I striving for a world that does not see gender. Just if you are qualified, I pick you. But if you are picking those who are qualified, the truth is that when it comes to this career thing, it's true that most, in most cases, men have more drive. So if, if for most women in Nigeria, they see a man that will take good care of them right now, they will just follow their passion. When I say passion, I mean, there might be a lot of things that they have passion for. That is not probably the normal career world that we all strive for and all of that. But when some men um, pick up something like this, they, they try to run with it. Although I don't have that drive that most men, that's why they die early. I don't want to die early. So. <laughs> that, that aside, that's basically what I'm saying. I've seen the abnormal impacts to, of feminism in Nigeria so far and not enjoyable. Many people will say that our women are, women are suffering because of this, because of that. I've checked the life expectancy of men in this Nigeria. It's about, I think the last time I checked, it was about 45. That is, the average man in Nigeria dies of at 45. Why the life expectancy of women, the last time I checked, was about 50-something. So, I don't know where we go. We don't need to think about life expectancy that far. 
just go and check how many widowers we have to widow. If not for the poor healthcare paparazzi we have in Nigeria, most of the leading causes of women that die young are complications at childbirth and avoidable deaths, so to say. But you see men just collapsing. I've seen it before in traffic. At the traffic lights where a man just puts his head on the stereo in and that's the end of society. So we, we can all begin to say we are advocating for just one segment of society. It's abnormal just to get this one better. We are saying there is a problem with opportunity. Yes, I admit, I agree. But there has to be this gray area. There has to be this um, gray area because really, if we decide that ah, um, in absolute, absolute uh, fighting for women, you see many of them on their bio, on, I know Twitter is a very, very awkward place. But you see on them on the bio, fighting for the rights of women. As if women are the only people that, you know, as if women are suffering in Nigeria. It's not true. <laughs> it's not true. Many have made their choice and they have their peace with it. I've met so many ladies that even when I'm trying to tell them that, oh, no, 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 no. For instance, if any of you women here meet a man and you married today, hey, girl, there's this joy of, he didn't ask you for food, but there's this joy that I cook, my husband ate, and he was happy. It's this funny, you know, I don't know if it's all of us, Sha, but women just have noticed it. I've seen my sister portray it. And I'm like, this man does not stress you. If you give him gari, he will drink, he'll be happy. But she said, no, 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 my husband cannot eat it all. But meanwhile, when she's saying the story to her other lady friend, it's almost like he's demanding it. It's not just saying it's finished, but he's demanding it. And I'm like, what's the matter now? You probably don't just happy to cook. <laughs> Although I'm not denying that they are not horrible men, no. that we rather sacrifice your career so that you can pay get. But I'm just saying that that point where we are emphasizing on one gender and it begins to tell on the fundamentals of the society, things as crucial as um, uh, marriage and family, such that we are having so many children grow up with broken homes, so to say, broken homes and all of that. And uh, just because, I don't know, we have to find a way to compromise this thing such that it's not an absolute. Um, we are driving towards the absolutes in Nigeria when it comes to feminism. Although feminists are not that many, that few. And if we are not careful, this world will not be recognizable. All right. Thank you. Boy, do you want to say something? Oh, yeah. I wanted to say something. Basically, in Nigeria, and yeah. it's actually even a problem. And I always have an issue with it. Each time the feminism discussion is brought up, people are always quick to narrow it down to family life. Mm. People are always quick to narrow it down with family life. Fine. Family is a... It's like the smallest unit of the society and all of that. But I think people really don't even know the history and the evolution of feminism and all of that. Sure, you get. So I just want to say that people should don't always don't always narrow it down to husband and wife situation, could cook. And I mean there, there are a lot of issues outside. So for example, I I was somewhere some Monday and then okay, so at my place of work. <clears throat> Two of my bosses, like I have two, one's a man, one's a woman. And then the man really spoke very rudely to the woman, like very, 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 very rude. And then the woman just goes, if you address your wife at home, you can't address me like this. Do you get, like, at least that's someone that's come to actually realize her place. Like, oh, okay, don't look down on me because I'm a woman. You get that kind of thing? Because, I mean, the same he was trying to make was actually trying to, like, um make her feel less because she's a woman or make her feel very incompetent because she's a woman. So I just want to say that people should not always be quick to narrow feminism down to family life. And then second thing I wanted, I also want to say from what Olumide said, 
is well fine. I actually agree with you when you say that um we shouldn't take feminism in um absolutism, like just kick it just like that. Because it's not even just even feminism, other areas of other topics of discussions and things like that. We should not because the thing is if you life is such that if you provide a solution to a particular problem, from that solution you've provided, another problem would arise. So the thing is if you keep on saying feminism, 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 and then for me, and even publicly, publicly, I usually don't even just admit it like, publicly like oh i'm a feminist because i found out that they're actually like very very extremes about the whole matter and all of that but then so i actually agree to that that okay so if you keep on saying okay girl child girl child girl child girl child what happens to the boy there'll be a time when guys are actually left out and all of that but we're not close in nigeria we're not yet close to that stage we're very very far from it i mean and then maybe we in the west we think there's no problem you need to go to the north actually and then see how the average how someone thinks even i'm sorry even the east um people in the east i even think they too they are also like victims of of that i mean you see evil men actually train their male children i'm not speaking for everybody but i think i've just noticed in a few like in a couple of um situations you see Igbo men train their sons way way better like give so much invest so much in their son and don't and just invest very little they'll still train the child the girl child but just very little you can't compare it to how they train their male child so we're actually not there yet i'm not at that stage where because as a result of giving so much feminism the um girl child is the male child is actually left out and all of that so i'm not at that stage yet so i think we need to keep shouting feminism feminism no doubt they are extremes and everybody needs to actually like stay in, in the balance and then just pick your own balance thank you for me i feel like um we can't probably um fight or like feminism can work perfectly if the, a boy child is not trained. Now, the whole idea of it is, okay, we want women to be respected, to be given opportunity, to be seen right, to know that, okay, a woman can do more than domestic, blah, blah, blah. But the truth is, if you, we don't have what we call women world or girls world, do you understand? We coexist together. So what is work? That means a boy has to be trained that, okay, you don't look down on a lady because she's a lady or because you think she's a weaker person. Do you understand that? A lady, general, it comes from the house. I am, boy said something that we should not narrow it down to family. But the thing is, the basis of every mentality on earth is family. Mm-hmm. Whatever, whatever you're going to become or you are going to be, from your family. It's because family is like the smallest unit in society and it's from, it's, that's the place where you get to learn a lot of things at first, even before you go to school, before you go, so family is very basic. So if we are not getting it right, the whole feminism issue in family, like the most basic unit in the society, then whatever we're going on, or going on about what um, the society and everything, it will be imbalanced. Because the truth is, if I say that, okay, I give birth to a girl, I give birth to a boy, and I'm like, okay, feminism, I, I want my girl to, you know, be fire. I know it's getting time that I might not be able to balance the training I'll give my boy and my girl because there's this thing. Okay, I want I want her to you know know that yes, even though you're a lady, you can take it off. Yes, you can take it off. But the point is, I also have to train my boy to know that okay, as a boy, these are things you do. These are 
you know, instill some mentality in them. So even if we are shouting, you see, it won't get, it might just get somewhere. That's why we see people going extreme, do you understand? To start claiming, in fact, some women are very rude. To be sincere, all in the name of feminism, are you kidding me? Like, they feel like, okay, you, even though you're my husband, we have equal rights. But guys, the truth is, if you want that equal right, don't marry. Don't marry. It's just the plain truth. Don't marry. Just stay single. Because this thing has brought in a lot of pride and see, and then my, the most annoying part for me, you know, this is that how some women claim feminism and they have nothing to show for. They have nothing to show for it. Like they, they literally have nothing. And they, I don't know the fact that I'm a lady. I can do this. Like let your work, let let your achievement speak for you. Johnson, let your achievement speak for you. Don't just like claim okay, I'm a feminist. So. Have equal right, what a man can do, man can do better. Man, bullshit. Sorry to say. Okay, I'll just quickly say this. Um, first, when when people bring um social rights movement, they bring it from the perspective of the problematic area. So that's why people say black lives matter, not all lives matter. Doesn't mean that white lives don't matter or brown lives or whatever. It just means that because black people have been the one that have been deprived historically, they should be the one in the spotlight. So white people have more opportunities. Black people should also be given more opportunities. That's why feminism is framed from the perspective of women. But secondly, and this is very funny for me, because when people talk about boy-child, most men all only talk about it when people bring up feminism issues. They don't. You don't see men coming up to advocate. In fact, I've seen, I'm in many feminist circles, and I've seen them individually advocate more for male rape for men than any man I've ever met has ever advocated for it. And the reason is that people bring up boy child issues not because they care, but because they want to silence feminist issues. So, of course, everybody in society has issues, but if the only time you care about talking about the boy child having problems as well is when we're talking about women's problems, then you should, you should know that you don't really care about those problems. You just think that you should bring up those issues because it seems right to silence other people when we say, oh, why are you talking about women's problem? Men also have problems. Of course, men also have problems. The key factor of existing in the world is that we all have problems. But the core of feminism and the core of any social rights movement is that who in society is being deprived more of opportunities? Who in society has, if I have a dream, for example, and a male has a dream, who has more opportunities and capacity to pursue that dream. Usually the men, even when women enter jobs and perhaps are more in jobs in the first year, you see that after the 10 years, for example, more women are likely to leave those jobs mm. and to drop out. And it's because our laws, as we have them today, and many corporate um, laws, do not adequately provide for pregnant women, for example, or women on leave. And that's why when women get to a certain stage, they have to leave because there's no other option for them. So these are the issues. Like, if you're only bringing up boy child when we're talking about women's issues, then I don't think you really care about boy child for it, to be honest. If people are saying that we want equal opportunities for everybody, I would advocate for equal opportunities for men, but I would, for women rather, from that standpoint. But I would also advocate for equal opportunities for men, because I don't think we can have equality when one side is being pushed away. But I think historically, women have been pushed away from the spotlight more. That's why I see myself as a feminist. Thank you so much, Hawa. Thank you so much. Um, okay, so um, taking, taking from um, what Hawa just said, my next question would be, do you believe, I don't know how you want to define that, but then do you believe that there is something called male privilege in Nigeria? Now, in terms of, um, if a lady comes to meet me today, if my daughter comes to me, walks up to me today, I say, Daddy, I want to be a plumber. I want to be... A, I want to be climbing a purple. I want to be doing things that require 
energy that we know that is more biologically for a male child. Say get. I'm I'm most likely going to tell her that you know don't do this. Say get. Um, when we talk about um male privilege, um, I don't know. I don't know if it sounds like as if I'm being insensitive. Say get. But the truth is that if I'm an employer, if you are an employer, for instance, and two people walk into your office now and say, please, I want looking for a job. You have one opening. One is female. One is male. One is a 22-year-old male. The other one is a 22-year-old lady with a ring on her engagement finger. What do you think the calculation is going to be? As an employer, if you are being very logical, take it. No, you're not just being a human being, you're just being logical. Take it. You're going to say that if I employ this male, this man child, no, it's not going to go on my family. It's not going to be giving bed. It's not going to be doing all of that. Take it. Then, if I employ the woman, oh, every month she'll say she's having menstrual cramps. She'll be cranky, then okay, she'll be this, she'll be that. I'm not saying all of that. I'm saying those are the realities of our society. So in terms of that, I will see that there are male privilege. But and in that in that same vein, sorry, in that same vein, both women and men are culpable in that regard. Because the truth is that if you see how men shit on women, misgive towards women, they tell ourselves the truth who brings up the child, who brings up the male child, who spends most of the time with the child, who forms the beliefs that uh, my dad shouted severally while I was growing up that he doesn't want to be seeing my sisters in the toilet, I'm in the kitchen, sorry, while me and my brother sit down watching TV. He shouted until like when I was in secondary school, when both of my sisters went to the university and it was just what was my brother and my mom at home. I did not know <laughs> when I started preparing dinner from start to finish because it will make sure that we go to the market ourselves and all of that. So eventually, women are very culpable in these things. When it comes to this privilege, I will call male privilege. Mothers, mothers are very culpable and so are fathers, very culpable. I see families, very funny families where they, they, if the daughter goes out, sons will be at home sitting down, watching TV with their father and their mother, waiting for that girl to come back from wherever she went to before she would not go to market and come back. So when we talk about male privilege, I believe it exists, no doubt, in that regard. But when it comes to competence, competence that, okay, oh, this guy does not really know how to do this thing, but this lady knows how to do it. But just because she's a lady who will not employ her, I don't think that exists. I don't believe that exists. So when it comes okay. to content, content, especially in the very corporate world, but because everybody, let's truth tell all of us have our privileges. As a lady, marvelous, as most, we all know this, being for our um, boy, we all know that if a lady comes and say, I'm feeling sad on our sub stories, not many people will enter into idea and say, what's the problem? Why are you sad? Because people that have ill intentions, ones that have good intentions, they all go there. Why are you sad? So it's, it's a lady is likely to solve her emotional problem over a guy. If I say I'm sad, she gets uh, my fellow guy will just come and say, ah, even me, I know Ben. <laughs> you get they just come in and tell me that ah, forget it too. Or they will just ignore altogether. So we all have our privileges. She gets truth, truth be told. But male privilege, when it comes to that part where women are looking for equal opportunities, I won't lie to you, they exist. Male privilege exists. Despite the fact that in my own side segment of the corporate world, we have more female than male. Not at the very top, but at least at mid-management. People who, who make the decision, take it, or give the report to people that will make the final decision. I know that women are total, over, taking over everything totally in that environment. Such that you dare not say something that might even be misinterpreted to mean that you are cheating on women. You are gone. You are finished. So I'm, I'm, I'm trying to stay in the environment about male privilege. Uh-uh. 
I will not even argue it. In the respect of when people are thinking of what will benefit their business and all of that, and in that regard, both men and men are sorry, men and women are both culpable in creating that privilege that men seem to have in society. Thank you. If I get you right, you're saying that in in when it comes to like family settings or like non-corporate settings, you think that they are actually male privilege. There's male privilege rather, but then when it comes to the corporate world in corporate. Nigeria, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, no, 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 don't I'm saying that when at the point of public employment and considering somebody for a position, there might be male mm-hmm. privileges in seeing availability. It is easier for you to detach a man from his family and transfer him to Portacot from Lagos than for you to just pick up a woman who just gave birth a year ago and tell her you are going to Portacot. Do you understand? Okay, so you're saying you're saying now that there, according to you, there is something called male privilege in Nigeria. Yeah, yeah it's very, very pronounced in Nigeria. Oh, okay. Thank you. All right. We, of course, I think there are actually male privileges in Nigeria. It exists. And then by my own, um, first up, please hold on. I'm sorry. So like, according to Wikipedia, I mean, because why you even asked, I had to like go and look up where exactly male privilege and what context it was actually used. So privilege is a system of advantages or rights that are available to men solely on the basis of their sex. So, I mean, with all the examples that um Olumide gave, I think it's very obvious that there are male privileges in Nigeria. And then that is even one of the driving forces of feminism in the first place. Why would you say that she won't give me a job because you feel, oh, I walked into your office as a businessman. I'll be you're a businessman and I walked into your office as an employee or looking for a job. But so because you see a ring on my finger and then the other guy beside me doesn't have a ring on or is a guy anyway, just automatically just consider that, oh, okay, so this girl probably wants to get married in six months from now. And then in six months, she wants to give birth and then like that, like that, like that. So she will obviously take maternity leave. I mean, I want even said something earlier like are you a lot of corporate laws don't even don't even actually um will i say give space for women to actually train or pursue their career as much as they want to there are a lot of laughs in the corporate laws i mean okay so i think marvelous i think i've told you this before the way that which i want to pursue my career sometimes i just wonder if i can with having a family like i wonder the possibility because i mean so because I won't want to have a family that I can't take care of. But then I also won't want to have a job. Like, it's so hard finding a balance in this country because how long can you even be away? For for example, in my organization, maternity leave is just three months. It's even funny to me. The day I heard, I just started laughing. I'm like, what is this? In the sense that you either pick like a month before you give birth, like you stay off work. And you know how like, it's, it's most likely that you're, I mean, the final days or final period of pregnancy might probably just, you might not be as effective in doing your job and all of that. So that you start it a month or so everything you want and then you now do two months after you put to bed or you just just work till you put to bed and then after you put to bed you now take the three months like for me it really doesn't even make sense and then even fighting for equality in the first, man, you don't even see situations where imagine a man going to the office now and i think ah he needs maternity leave who don't you think he'll be a laughing stock i mean feminism is even fighting for the rights of men in that aspect like, oh if as a woman if i can so imagine if my husband and i can both take maternity leave. Okay, I do first three months, she do the next three months. That's like six months. A child having like six months of proper parental care. Do you understand? But like corporate laws aren't even that does maybe I think some companies even have maybe two weeks or three days. Very ridiculous time, short, short um time frame for maternity leave on the side of the of the yes. man now. So feminism is actually also pushing for 
Okay, so give men like a man should also be able to go on maternity leave. Actually, paternity. so those are pa- sorry, paternity leave. Sorry, paternity leave. So that's those are rights that um feminism is actually fighting for. That a lot of guys don't even they don't reason. We just even reason. Yeah, something, something, something. You want to fight? Yeah. Come on, come on. People are not on. fighting for us, so for our own paternity leave. Because we are fighting for it to turn in my office. They are giving us just two weeks. If you give me if you give me three months my paternity leave, I will be giving <laughs> 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 the truth is that if you give men three months uh, every paternity leave, what how will you calculate for his wife and side for the men that are very promiscuous? What's going to happen? So each time his side chicks give men, then what will Let's not fear of play. No, no, but if you can give women, you should be able to give men. Ah. I think that's uh, just that's just me, by the way, but so definitely they actually male privileges and some of these male privileges are actually things that fem- feminists actually really against okay all right bimbo okay well everybody has said it i actually really believe it i do believe that privilege. obviously like i come from a family where there are plenty boys so even from the house <laughs> experiences no privileges right so even from the family i think it's something so normal no i would say normal because of our society because even coming to uh power like when it's a man's ability to do some things, a woman can't do it. Like now, Olumide says something that it's really funny if your daughter wants to be like, I want to be a plumber or I want to, I want to be a mechanic. Just as much as that, like, okay, you know, you can pursue it, but looking at the power, struggle, everything, you're like, ah, wait, though, I think you might not be able to do this, but you can do this. Do you understand? Sorry, people. I'm so sorry. I just had to cut you short at that point in time. I just wanted to say that if we can have women in the military, I mean, what is plumbing? Plumbing. Ordinary plumbing. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Wait, let's think about this thing. But for instance, something is going on in the US now, and it's very, very laughable. Check it. I think we have been very, very, at times we have been emotional in this thing. Biologically speaking, men have advantage. Yes. So that's I think that it's funny when People want no, to take sorry, advantage of it. In what way do they have advantage? Biologically speaking, yeah, beautiful. It's very simple. Now, talking about the military now, you you want to go for a covert mission now. You want to go for a covert mission that might take you um months. Probably going to let's say you're going for to go and fight Boko Haram. Let's say you are the leader of the let's say you are the one who is to make decision on personnel, who is to go on that mission now. Women want to go. May want to go. Put taking into I am um, into um, if you have enough men, if you as a person have, have enough men that can actually go into the field and get the job done, where the women can just offer backup and say from and look because of probably situations like when they are having menstrual cramps and it's, a, it's very very serious for them. It's not a place to be having menstrual cramps. And so that, if, the, if the problem is with menstrual cramps, there are drugs that can help you not even have your menstruation. So let's assume they've taken this drug. What's the advantage men have? Yes, that men will last longer even at the end. It's a proven fact that when, 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 it, when it comes to endurance, you do not have the same level of endurance as a man. If a man has to stay in one position and stay there to save his life or that of the mission and that of the other member for hours, being still there, probably in a very, very uncomfortable area. It's more likely that a man will... Level of endurance is a matter of training, really. But can it's it's not a matter of whether... 
It's, the US, it's a matter of training. The US US in, so if you're talking about biology, it, like you have to say the biological composition. You can't say things that people can be trained to do. What is the to have better? No, no. Just look at what's happening in the US now, for instance. Now, um, what's the name of this lady? This footballer that won the world best footballer. She's clamoring for equal pay. It is a madness, and that's an emotional way to just speak. I know they are giving out the attention because it's in the US. But me, I will not shut her down. But I don't know. It doesn't make any sense to me. I'm. I, you make number one. You don't bring in as much money. Football is not enjoyable to watch. Fellow women don't even watch it. Men are the one watching it. And you don't bring. If you don't bring in enough money, why would I want to pay you the same thing? It's simple. It's cool. Let's just think about it. You cannot compare the short power of a man. A man takes a shot now, and where is going into into the net? A goalkeeper. In the male, male football, how far you can dive compared to that of a woman? Have you watched women football? I tried, honestly, I tried. What makes me to watch women football at all is when Nigeria is playing. I'm a patriotic citizen, I'm, and I'm and I have never watched 90 minutes complete. I will sleep off carrying um ladders up and down. It's not about training. It's just that they will have better as time goes on. Men will actually adapt faster. Huh? You adapt it. faster to what you are exposed to. You can't stand up today and start climbing ladder. If you are giving examples of biology, you have to strictly explain what's the biological composition. What you've just explained are things that can be explained the way we're training. Men football is given more adequate funding. They are trained longer than women. People watch them more than women, I agree with you. But you can explain those things with funding, with more money, with more exposure, with more training. So those things already have things that make them that way. What is the biology you are talking about? A man, if, 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 if Usain Bolt runs today with the world's fastest woman, and all of them as well, see, we cannot like, they are professionals, they've been trained since when they were little. And nobody can give the excuse of funding. You don't be funded to know how to run. You only just train. No, you actually do. You actually do. That's why people get better with with more exposure. Oh, look at all these footballers. Look at the best footballers. Look at the... Yeah, and they were pushed to the limelight. Imagine if Sergio Mane in Nigeria. Do you think you'll get to the level of Sergio Mane? Or a Messi in Nigeria? Do you think you'll get to that level without being funded and giving the best coaches? No. People have always left Nigeria to become so good. Exactly. So can you see that that's training it's, and funding? Exactly training. All this no, training and funding. People to do everything for you. No, people cannot do it all for you. You have to come out of your shell too. They can't give it all to you now. Men too. Nobody just. Oh, <laughs> the same footballer. Men's sports are more no. funded than female sports. It's not an argument. Why is it being more funded? And if I own that, it's seen as a man thing. That's why. No, if I, Adidas, if I own Adidas, I'm trying to make money for Adidas. I will not go and give, for what? I will buy and give you money just because of ECSR. That's the truth. That's what I said. The truth. Olumi, Olumi, exactly. These are the problems feminism is trying to address. So Why would you just assume? It's, it's a problem. Business. Why would you? It's an emotional decision. It's business now. What are you talking about? Why would you the women, the women who are playing football today, the women who are playing football today have been trained since when they were little. Quote me anywhere, but they can never be as good. Me and you know that one. If you like, pack all the money and give them. If you give a male, if you give a male team, if you give a male team and a female team the same level of funding and training, 
the results will never be the same. If play against each other, the male team. But will come I don't think you can you can just conclude because really there is no male, there's no female team that has the same level of funding and training as a male team. So I think you're just jumping into conclusion. You can't just jump into that conclusion. Okay, you guys. just can't. There's no research. There's nothing that proves that. Exactly. There is nothing. I okay, know. We are talking about our transgender people. Wait, that's one. Let me there, please. We are talking about our transgender people now. People who transfer from being uh, male to become female, I will go into sports to now compete as males. Then probably as time goes on, we will see how that pans out. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> the matter. <laughs> okay, well, um, I'll just come in there because only we're talking about biological transformation. And if you say biological, I do agree that men generally tend to have more strength than women. But if you're saying, if you're talking about occupation, I mean, the military is there to prove us. I think it's because we're just basically looking at football now. If we look at other occupations, other um, things that you think that is just limited to men, but the women have always, have, have like, you know, broken into that career. Women are doing it now. The military, other rigorous things, women are succeeding. So if you want to talk about biological com components of men and women, I would support you and say that men are biologically created to have like more strength than women but then when you call what is that biology that's the question we're asking you guys what is that biology explain that part he's just talking about training but then if you get to expose men and women to the same training same funding just as people are talking about then you can't say that men and women are if exposed to the same training but without training without nothing you can now, that's what I'm expecting you to prove, but then you all you are saying now but is about training. Even when in primary school, even when in primary school okay. and we all go and play outside together, you get to go, oh God, you cannot tackle a girl the way you tackle your fellow girl. You will break. You can't. Oh my, that is can because you guys, that's because your um, culture now. So, for example, there's this thing that happens and I have a problem with it. You have a little boy and a little girl. The boy is crying, and you hear something like, don't cry, boys don't cry, that kind of thing. And then the girl is crying, and then it's fine. Don't you think that that even already, as little as they are, they can just be two or three years old. I hope you know that no no boy child is born with the with the, uh, with the the brain that he's, super, he's superior or stronger. It's what happens, it is the environment around him that dictates and suggests that to him. So if already, he, you're already telling him things like, Gay yeah, boy, don't cry. Already, and then you he, he has seen you talk to a girl and and you you didn't make that kind of statement to a girl that oh gay yeah, girl, don't cry. Don't you think he already feels superior? Don't you think so? So he already feels stronger. So if that kind of let me tell you guys something. If you go if you, you maybe as as primary school children. Are you saying that what a stronger is just a feeling, but it's not an actual thing? And what are we saying here? I'm saying that you guys haven't really proved it. And then now with same yeah. training and exposure, women can be as strong as men. That's what I'm trying to wait, tell you. Wait, with wait, training wait. and exposure, women can... I mean, I've, I've seen women strong, wait, strong men. I've seen women that are stronger than men. I have. I have seen wait, that they wait. have more physical power than some guys. I have seen. But the point is, I think you're not getting... Do you understand? The point is, why do we have to expose a woman to training to training before she can do what a guy can naturally do now let me give you an example and i'm telling you that guys are trained to already and their mind is conditioned from when they were small that's what i'm trying to tell you 
triggered, I would if I'm if it's my security, my security, if I'm living in a place where it's better than robbers and I want security, triggered. No matter how much years of military training a woman says she has had, and she has the same number of years of military training with a man, I'm not going to go for the woman because it it I might be the man may be able to may be able to overpower when it comes to the ta- task compared to a woman, and it's not me being looking down on women. It's not me looking down on women. It's me looking out for my own best interest. And that's what many businesses do and many employers do. I'm just trying to reason with them. Meanwhile, I know it's not, if I have a daughter, I don't want anybody to say that you, don't, you can't have this just because um, you're a woman. I have elderly siblings, sisters who have done things and they've, they've broken through the ranks. It's not by making noise on social media. They've broken through the ranks. You get there, you get, get it done and you move on. So it's not it's not about all that, but we have to admit that despite the fact that we have this male advantage, we also have this bit of biological advantage, especially when it comes to being physical. Let, let me just give an example. The Israeli um, military trains both men and women equally. And based on strength, it has been shown that Israeli women are stronger than a lot of men in, a lo- in other societies. The reason for that is because as soon as they are born, they are not categorized on strength basis that you are a man, you are a woman. When things are happening, for example, if something happens in my house, it's more likely that they will send my brothers to go and check it than me. Not because they think he's stronger, just because he's my brother. It's more likely that they will push my brothers to the forefront of things that require strength more than me. And when you start to train people this way, it builds up a psych in them. First, it builds up their power. If I go to the gym more than someone, for example, I have more, more power than the person because I've lifted the weight, I'm more confident to lift that weight. So if that's the training you've had as a child, it builds up your power, but it also builds up your confidence. A lot of things that men do in terms of security, like you rightly said, sometimes it's not about capacity or training. It's about knowing that maybe I can do this. I have the confidence to do it. And if you live in the context of a society that has pushed you to the forefront, that has said because you are a man, you can face challenges. Even if you've never killed a snake for before, for example, but they've told you that don't be a child, you are a man, you can do it. Even if you're afraid, because of the context of society that you live in, you can overcome, overpower that fear and say, I'm a man, I can do it. Women have not been given that kind of counterpart training as well. So it's more likely I'll sit down and say, I'm a woman. They never told me to do the things like this. I'm scared of snakes, so I'm not going to go forward. So if you kill the snake, it doesn't mean you are more capable than me. It means you've been trained to believe that you are more capable than me. There are two different things. Moving on swiftly. Nigerian culture. Do you think the Nigerian culture has played a huge role on the impact of, on, on how, okay, don't, let me, don't let me say impact, on how feminism is viewed in Nigeria? Do you think our culture has played a huge role in how feminism is viewed in Nigeria. I'll start with Dimbo. So how feminism is what? Viewed in Nigeria or accepted or embraced in Nigeria. Okay. Well, for me, I'll say yes. I'll say yes and no. <laughs> okay. Um, for me, I think that uh, obviously you cannot trade with culture no matter how you try it. You no matter how you're like, okay, we are in technology, blah, 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 blah. You're not really culture. It will still meet you. Do you understand? But I would say that if there's a way we can find a balance, do you understand? Now, um, going by Yoruba culture, let me speak for my culture. I don't know about any other culture. But going by Yoruba culture, eh, if you want to fight feminism, you have 
a bit of right to because like what um, I think to Howard I was talking that uh, there's a way um, they've literally in your family they've literally told a man that oh there are some things you can do a woman like coming from birth you know okay this is what you're meant to do as a woman this is not what you're meant to do as a woman and no so I think because of the way we've been channeled that a woman is meant to do this a woman is meant to do that and as kind of should I say limited a lot of women so feminism coming is a way of breaking out of those cultural beliefs for me so that's why we have a lot of extremists do you understand that they just want to go all, all way out against culture do you understand that okay this is how they've literally engaged us they've they've caged us, they told us this is a woman, you have to cook, you have to do this, if you don't know how to cook, you are not a woman, if you don't know how to do this, even if you, no matter how, how career fulfilled you are, if you are not married, you are not yet fulfilled, your life is going nowhere, you get things like that, you understand? So when feminism came, for me, I feel like a lot of women saw it as a way out of that cage. So some people went extreme, some people went, uh, well, okay, yeah, yeah, let's balance. But still, for me, I feel like culture has not, the way like Yoruba culture is Yoruba culture, sorry to say, Yoruba culture, we are not yet, they are not even not balanced yet. Because truth is, we cannot still train with culture. We can only amend, we can only say our views. It's really affecting the feminist movement. Yeah, it's, it's a whole lot. It's really, really affecting it because I mean, in the first place, one of the reasons why feminism is also accepted here in our clients because of the culture that we have. That's why feminism is not even accepted. I mean, sometimes you, um, there are just plenty, plenty funny things, but them just keep it short and say that one of the reasons why feminism would even take a very, very long period of time before it's accepted or maybe they even achieve a quarter of whatever they are really set out to achieve, which would really do nobody any harm, which, which, which I think would even help the opposite gender actually to take a very, because of culture, culture is really dragging us back. And I hope that we know that culture changes. I mean, like it, sh- it, sh- it should not be stagnant. Yeah. yeah. That's what I even feel. And the culture today in Yoruba land probably wasn't the culture some thousand years ago, I mean, when you had the first um, Alafi or whatever, however it's going in Yoruba land, it's, it's not the same thing today. There have been a lot of changes over time. So I just feel that as a as forward-thinking people, and I mean, I'm talking to maybe, maybe a lot of people listening to us might just be really young and, I mean, you know now. So you should just be able to accept change. If just, just accept change and don't be, don't be um, static, like don't be static with, with, with what you think. Think mm-hmm. for, is this thing, weigh both sides, weigh both sides, how is this thing beneficial to you, how is it not? And then pick your own side and all of that. So that's why I think. Okay, thank you, um, Bimbo. Yes, yeah, sir. I think it's something personal with it. Do you understand that? I've been really having issues with it. Do you understand? Is, you know, when you go out, you go out, you have things you do. I don't know if it's happened happen to anybody here, but it's really annoying for me. And then maybe you come a bit late. Let's say you enter the house around 7, 8. And here your parents say, eh, okay, that why you just coming, blah, 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 blah. And you, oh, they ain't sure coming, and you're not a boy. Just that, like, for me, my mind is like, I don't understand. Because I'm not a boy, 
I can't come home late, even if I have things I'm doing. They will tell you that, okay, what will people say about you? So because of what people will say about me, I should not go about my life. Mm. Do you understand? Like this whole cultural thing, like, okay, as a lady, there's a way you must be. Like, there's these people who talk about you. People should not like, yeah, wayward. People should, do you understand? Do you get your own Like, even, even as a believer, I'm sorry if I'm sounding so spiritual. Even as a believer, like, okay, you want to do some things. They'll tell you, ah, no, you know, you're a lady. And you're like, okay. And in my mind, I'm like, so what does being a lady have to do with me accomplishing some things for myself? Mm. Do you understand? Like I said, I was saying, I don't travel to Joss. And my brother was like, ah, Joss, blah, 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 blah. You know you're a lady. Ah. <laughs> you know, like, what does being a lady have to do with growth? Mm. Do you understand? This is just this old culture of, okay, the old, okay, a lady, you're meant to do this, you're meant to do that, and really affecting So in this area of culture, I really support feminism. <laughs> you will pick a struggle. You can't be here and there. Pick a struggle. Talking about struggle. Talking about being talking about being here and there. I, I believe it's my turn to speak, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you will soon slap me. You talking about <laughs> talking about being here and there. Good. That's the problem. What we're talking about how culture is actually bringing what you see. If women were able to come together and say enough is enough, for instance. On the right part of feminism, take it before yeah, feminism yeah. became what it became. Take it, we have gone farther than we are. But the issue is that you cannot eat your cake and have it, and that is why culture is kicking back. Take it, the culture is strategically from Alayit Dayi. Take it, is a, a, a man provide. Take it, woman chop life, stay at home, take care of kids, brings home money, oh my, take care of these things. But now, what's what, what's this feminism meaning? What's what is sounding in the head of many men, especially me? Me that I'm sitting down here. What's sounding like it means that me and you, we are employed, we are paying the same amount of money. I ask you out on a date. You go, she better me ask you out. Beautiful, shake girl, you eat all of that. Since I was going to ask you, out, no problem. Now, probably later, me and you have to hang out. That's not even say date safe. Me and you just have to hang out, shake girl, and it's still the default expectation of you. Who believes in you know societal normalcy? Hey, get of where a man and a woman should be treated equally. That I should be the one to bring out my ATM card after you have eaten people what I ate. Hey, get. Are you like feminists or just general women? Women, exactly. Whether you are feminist, no, no. I'm, if you are fighting it for a change, hey, get uh, it's either all or none. Like, but no, but I don't judge feminist yeah. expectation with non-feminist women now. If you hang because out because feminist women, women too, even you as a feminist, even you as a feminist, I don't even no, know me. Don't whine me. No, I don't believe in that. I don't share I, that motive. I know you. I know you. I don't share that motive. You hold your money, but if the man, if the man reaches there and tell you that, please, can you please pay? Why would, you I see, why would I pay? I'm saying, why would I pay? I'm saying, I'm pay for two of you, me and you together. Yes, yes. No, you kept us on the basis of same salary. So I want yeah. to believe that we won't go and hang out 
in a place that we both can afford since we earn the same thing, right? So if you boy, if, if we, boy, go, we know that it is not black and white, so forget all these things. It's not black and white. The problem is that you generalize. Uh, you said feminism I'm and not generalizing anything. Calm down, I'm not generalizing anything. Listen to what okay. I'm saying. Okay. You, you, cannot, you cannot eat now. Look there for example now. If the both of us, please can we not even bring acrimony into this thing? Because I mean, that's I'm not, I'm not don't bring acrimony into this thing. I'm just saying that in a situation whereby you have to fund the dreams of a man, we do happily do it. Hey. Are you asking us now? In that acrimony, can you fund the dreams of probably a lazy man? So let's bring acrimony into it. I can't find the dream of any lazy person. I can't find the dream of any lazy person. So I can't find the dream of my lazy brother. I can't find the dream of my lazy sister. You are lazy. I can't find your dream. From time immemorial. Bad for them. Bad. That's their problem. Why you Why would you find the dream of a lazy person? Why? Why are you finding the dream of a lazy person? Now. We are saying that if you guys are willing to split these responsibilities, they get split. When I say split, in abs, absolute abs. We all sit down and say, "What's our annual expenditure?" Oh yeah, on top of it. Say yes. Let us establish this culture. That's how we can eradicate this culture. I know that okay, feminism is what they listen. responsibilities and. In as much as there are women which make up almost 80%, I, I've said it before that if there's a football team that is anti-feminism, they get 50, women make up 50%, even 60% of that team. I, I, I keep on saying it. I know it's a personal view. It's not factual. She get, but it's a personal view. And that, that and that's that on that. Because if, if uh, I think I was talking now, when you marry, we'll see. Because I've met so many women that were all this boom, 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 boom. They marry finish like this now. It's when the man is broke that they can they cannot say maybe they have money somewhere. But if it's not broke yet, yeah, cannot happen. So let's 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 sit down and think about it too. Because even me, as I'm talking like this, eh, I wish feminism could actually blow when I first took up took up the thing because men don't live long. Men don't live long now. Why? Yeah. So, so, societal expectation. I've said it too many times. I, I'm not trying to say I'm advocating for boy child because women have carried their own oppo. Oh, I'm so sorry. That's not why. I'm just saying that I actually have intention of living long. So if somebody can actually get to the highest stuff and split the bills between 50 50, she gets and all of that. You do you think I'll be sad? There are no feminists outside there. Feminist if you want to live long, marry a feminist, be a feminist. You will not, you will feel to live long, marry a feminist. I'm dusty. Wait, though. I, I think, Boye, Boye, for me, because I've actually met with quite a few number of feminists, and their view, most of their view, they are not as uh, no, pure. People don't talk about their view. People don't talk about their feminists here on this call. And if Boye want me to open a yash, I will do it for <laughs> one podcast. It is what it is what feminism oh, yeah, is about. Except, Someone's individual well, view doesn't really matter. Just like when you look at Christianity, for example, I can say I'm a Christian and I have a stupid view of Christianity. It doesn't matter. It is what is the foundation of Christianity. That's what you use to judge the movement. No one should see that just a single sector of society is the one making history. You should question it that doesn't make sense because we all work together. So if one part is not doing anything, it doesn't mean they didn't do anything. It just means what they did was not recorded. Yeah, thank you very much, Hawa. Olumide, do you want to say something? Uh, well, 
I, I believe that in Nigeria, there are only two types of history that we have in Nigeria. One, we have the bullshit history that like lies and the uh, non-existent history. Yet. So I, I wouldn't want to go into detail, but for instance, I've always thought about um, what's not this guy that they shot him on his way back from the mosque. Um, the guy was 20 naira. I always thought that guy. Was, I thought I always thought the guy was one of our heroes past, but his neighbor will go in vain. Bullshit. Oh, bullshit. never has to go in vain. If there's even anything they've told us about women, I don't believe it, even if they are good. You get, even if they are bad, I don't believe it. Right now, almost everything I've learned in government and all of that about Nigeria is I do not question every single thing right now because they, they seem not to make sense. So I think what is important now, I, I, I know that what has come from the past has, you know, kind of um, um, skewed our mentality about women. Me, I, I believe women are the best leaders of, like, when it comes to like leading everybody and holding, dropping selfish interests. And actually doing the work. I actually believe in women in doing that one. I don't have to be a feminist too, so because I've seen it already. But when it comes, let me not talk about that type of we're just talking about the past side that when women so right now, from what has happened during the NSAS protest, when some women actually, you know, took to the front line and were able to organize things and people tried to push the narrative of corruption on them and still they couldn't and all of that. So it's it's helped. It's still like that of someone like Patricia Ite. If you know how the one-time speaker house of rep, they get at that time I was like, ah, oh, this woman stood. She said they said that she used her money to buy chingum, all of that. So now I realize that there's actually some people that actually come up with this narrative. Now, in I can I don't want to believe that it's because she's a woman, that's why people are attacking her. Or because women, they are women and they are opposed to the existing government. See, if you are a Nigerian, if you are a ordinary Nigerian male or female and you attack the existing government, they want to erase you. Because they want mm. who they've been oppressing to remain oppressed. If you're a woman and you come and enable their incompetences, they will loud your praises. Do you get? So I do not mm. entirely believe that, um, as I said, that it's because they are women, that's why they want to, just because you're a woman, that, that means they've allowed other men that came to oppose them to thrive. It's not true. No, no, it's not just because they are women, but there's another layer of attack that is given to them just because they are women. During Patricia Ete, the kind of attack that she was getting was that uh, we thought a woman could be a leader, but then she's a woman and you are still stealing money. That's How the, poli woman still steal that's money? the political way to attack now. That we have as leaders have stolen money. That's the, that's, that's the political way to attack now. It's politics. Meanwhile, if Patricia comes the following week, so why don't and, they apply the political way for men I'm, to I'm say because that, they are men, they cannot steal money? It is that if Patricia comes the following week, she gets to the same ruling party or comes to the APC today now, and she gives them a drawn-round plan of how she will assist them in retaining the city 2023, this is what she will do and all of that. Do you think that all those things they said about that before will not be erased? It's politics. She gets. So it, it, it's, it's, it's not, it's, they will erase anybody as far as they are opposing them. It is whatever they have to do. If they have to call you a woman to say it, to do it, and make you feel less of yourself, they will do it. You know what they will do for anybody? Just look at Tinubu Remy. Remy Tinubu. Nobody's telling her that she's a woman. That woman is one god in the Senate. We have Senate president, it's just figurehead. That woman is dictating things there, and she's a woman. So right now, is we thank God that we don't have, I actually thank God that we actually do have history. She get. 
Some people can try it the right way, but I but my stance still stays the same. That if we are going to get it done, it's not going to we are not going to let men, especially Nigerian men, I'm someone like me to feel threatened that um, the only way to empower women is for me to be qualified or more qualified than a woman. But just because women have to be on the board, you won't get the job. <laughs> we have problem. She gets. So eventually, we have to be color blind in terms of racism and be gender blind in terms of this thing. Because we cannot be focusing on one gender totally. We have to have a, we have to have a sense around it. We cannot be making total emotional decisions. When a woman is qualified for something or more qualified than other men, she should get it done. She should get it. But if I'm qualified as a man and you give the job, because you know, it's real. People have got to jobs just because they are women. I know it's wrong, sex, this and all that. But people have because they can give a man sex in the office. There's also wrong with the man. There's also wrong with the woman. But I didn't get the job because somebody could sleep with somebody. Check it. You can see the crazy privilege there. Check it. Those are the things that me I feel I'm more comfortable with it in general. In general. But then, thank God that we don't have all these people. Because we have these people in life. So I, I think going forward, I think we able to make considerable progress such that everybody can be equally represented. Everybody can get what they deserve. Yeah. Regardless of the agenda. Um, okay, so what I wanted to say was in, in terms of what he said last, know about sleeping with people. I don't really know much about that. But like, uh-uh. <laughs> but I'll, I'll talk about what I know about in what you said about um, we being colorblind. I think is a is a very reasonable, like that's how society should be. We should not look at people based on certain factors. We should just look at their merit and their capacity before we give them rules. But also, I'm, I'm a very strong proponent of affirmative actions. And it means basically that you allow people to go through rules, even if they are not as qualified as the others, um, simply because they come from a minority group. So women are classified as that, black people are classified by that, and people in sexual minorities as well. And this is something that has been done in a lot of American universities, particularly the Ivy League one. So like Harvard, for example, has a quota, I think about 5% or 10%, where black people, must be in Harvard. Whether they're not qualified or not, they don't care. They must be in Harvard. And the point of affirmative actions is that it recognizes the the historical marginalization that is likely that you would have faced. For example, um, in terms of in many societies in Nigeria where women have women are being deprived of going to school, or even when they are allowed to go to school because of certain things that are intrinsic in them as women, they can't achieve um, full education. So for example, they get pregnant and then the boy is allowed to go to school, but you are pregnant and the school kicks you out. Or they have their periods and because they live in communities where there's no water or sanitary equipment for them, they have to remain at home to have their periods. So when people have those kind of things in their corporate organizations, it's because they are mindful of those kind of historical marginalization. That's why they say, you are not qualified, you are not unqualified because um, you don't have the sense or you don't have the brain. You are unqualified because you didn't have, you had certain blocks in your journey. And because we acknowledge those blocks, we are going to push you up. So that's the point of affirmative action. So in that line, I understand it and I accept it. But at the expense of those who probably were fortunate, yes, who are qualified. Yeah, that, like yeah, I get I get it, and it's a very bad um, it's a very bad trade off that we have to do. But we have to look at it in terms of society, not individuals. It might be at your expense, but societally. No, not, not at my own expense. I will not agree. If you I know about it, 
I will not agree. I'm sorry that you have to come from that level. I'm sorry that you are a woman. Hey, there. But I am not going to. See, I'm sorry that you are a woman. Don't be sorry. Don't be sorry. <laughs> okay. so we see this in Afun all the time. There was a there was a particular firm. There was a particular firm where they wanted to make somebody a partner. Yeah, they had to make a decision on making somebody a partner, a man, a woman. This man had been in practice for the past twenty two years. Yeah. Check it. While the lady had been in practice for seventeen years, mm. a nice five year gap. Yeah. But because they did not have equal representation. You get. Yeah. They had to, you know, tell the man that so we are sorry. It is the woman that they had to, you know, and they had to select. I was paid. Five, one or five years experience means. <sighs> Anyways, it pained me. It pained me that women have to go through, have to go through all this and have to be because it's just their compensation. And I don't feel women. Yeah, that's what it is. It. That's what it is. Yeah. I don't feel women should settle for it. You should be rewarded for exactly what you deserve and stop mm-hmm. doing favor over labor. But it's fine. I just want to ask my next question now because it's just what you guys are talking about. You can just continue from there. So um, when it comes to leadership, okay, when it comes to leadership, like, okay, let's say the Nigerian government, for example, obviously we know that we've never had a Nigerian um, female president and there's the likelihood that it, it will probably not happen. Like, I mean, if power is left to the hands of where power is now, only God knows who is holding it, but a woman will probably not be president in a very long time. When it comes to leadership roles, should it be... Um, women should also be allowed to lead or women should also be allowed to take positions only on the basis that they are more competent than men? Or do you think that women should also be allowed to take leadership positions because people that they are leading are both male and female and then there should be representation even in leadership? So for me, I feel like women should be allowed to take leadership positions because they are competent. Because they are competent. Not because they are a lady or because they are ruling over male and female. No. I believe when it comes to leadership, there is no gender in it. Let me give let me say it like this. Leadership abilities, the way a I don't want to say the way a woman will lead is more better than the way a man will lead. Or, do you understand? No. <laughs> let me go back to what them our um, boy they were talking about, about exposure. Do you understand? I feel Having a leadership mindset is how exposed you've been. Do you understand? Even me, even down to when we're in um, secondary school or even universities now, uh, you have course, you have course, course rep, yes, course rep, and all these things. These people led well, and we can't say, okay, when the guys were there, they didn't lead well. Do you understand? So, me, I am of the opinion that women should be allowed to lead based on competence. We are not the, the way Nigeria is now. We don't need sentiment. We don't need a, I'm a leader. I've not led a long while, so we're allowed to lead. No. If there's any woman out there that is competent enough to lead, why why won't she be given the? I mean, she should be given the opportunity. Um, I meet in the ideal Nigeria. I don't mean the real Nigeria. <laughs> where Nigeria is going, they should be allowed to lead based on competence. That's what we need. We don't need all those paparazzi or because no, so far they are competent enough to lead. They should. 
Okay, so don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying, I'm not saying she's not competent. I'm just, I'm not saying that maybe there have there are people competing and then no woman is competing, but she just gone for one random woman and pick just because we need equal representation in leadership. So we have I'm saying that we have women who are competent. We also have men that are competent, okay? But now I'm saying in a situation where maybe the man is like most competent, but then we're trying to achieve, do you think it should be more of the most competent? Not necessarily that there's nobody that is competent or that there's no woman. And so we just want to pick for the sake of equal representation. So we have people that are competent, but obviously maybe the man is like most competent. Do you think we should, we should, we should just take the man in, in such situations or we should have like situations where we just pick women who are competent too, but not necessarily the most, but then for the sake of equal representation, we have women and men in leadership positions. You get my point now? Yes, I do now. Well, okay, for me, for me, I would still pick competence. Even if I have a male that is very competent, maybe I'm, I'm in solo that, I would still go for the man. It's not about gender now. Do you understand? Because the whole idea of, okay, maybe men leading, men leading or something, is to arrive at a good um, governance, is to arrive at the well-being, a very great or good well-being of the citizen. Do you understand? Because mm. um, if, we, if personally, I feel like if I say that based on representation, maybe a woman should lead or not, and she's not leading well, so what is my gain? Do you understand? In just... Um, choosing or choosing a woman because okay i just want equal representation do you understand the end goal of leadership or governance is that all the citizens do you understand making nigeria a better place making life bearable for people you need to see how people are suffering so yeah. i won't i won't go with the sentiment of man woman whatever no i will go with the idea of who is more competent in leading in being a leader, that's it for me. Not two women, no women, women. The fact we arrive at the goal of, I'm telling you, if you see, hey, Nigeria is no joke. Nigeria is no joke. I'm serious. And then I think one thing I've learned, because when you see most of these presidents, and when you see even people run for the position of presidency, they are like, okay, maybe they performed well in the ministerial post, or look at, uh, is Pashala now? Pashala was once the governor of Lagos, you understand? People who say he's performing well and not. Now he's a minister. Now he's a minister, right? He's a minister. Even, even my mom, like, oh, minister of works or she's another person. Do you understand? He's not so effective. He's not so effective. So the question is, what was happening? So we get to ask question, meaning that it's like this leadership get great. So this is it. That's like, like, get great. There's no matter of representation or maybe a woman. If you feel dwarm, if you be woman, go dwarm. If you feel dwarm, if you be man, go dwarm. It's as simple as that. Okay, thank you very much, Bingo. All right, Boye. The ratio of women to men in government in Nigeria at the moment is is really is is rather ridiculous. And then why would you even have that? We have we even have more women, population wise now. There are more women in Nigeria than men. Yes, and then we have more men ruling. Than women, so and then that hasn't really helped because whether you like it or not, a man really doesn't really know everything or really can't put himself in a woman's shoes. He can't. He can only try. He might be really competent and all of that, but he can't totally 
of who he puts himself. So women should be more represented. Okay, maybe not equally represented, maybe not, but then they should be more, as in, let's see more women become local government chairmen. Why, why, I mean, let's see more women become state. <laughs> Sorry. Hey, please forgive me. Okay, sorry. Let's see more women become um local local government chairpersons. That that's better now. Let's see more women. <laughs> chairpersons, chair women, whatever the um the English. Well, so like let there be more representation, maybe not equal representation, of which I don't even think equal representation is a bad idea. I think we should get to that stage. Maybe we're not yet there, but for now, I think it can be at least if we're not even clamoring or shouting equal representation, let's clamor and shout more representation. If you guys, if people if you yeah, can't that's... agree equal representation, let's clamor more representation because whether you like it or not, women are a part of the population. As a woman, people just already first look down. And then that is even why I wanted to bring in the whole Hillary Clinton and um Bill Clinton. And Bill Clinton. Yes, because really, I heard that one of the reasons why she had to do that was because the people would be, would be more um compassionate or reason with her better. That's why she has to test put wife. Or was it wife she puts now or mother? I can't remember which one of the wife. Was why she put the people. Would, one of the reasons she did that, or why she was advised to do that, was because also people know. Oh, okay, she's a wife. Okay, so let's reason with her more and all of that. So I feel like, irrespective of whether you're a wife, or, and some, some people would even tell you, ah, especially in Yoruba culture, if you see like a, a single woman that is 35, for example, maybe she's not married and all of that. If you see her maybe holding a public um, position in the office, maybe she's like the she's a manager or something but that, I, I hope you guys know that people that she always when people want to insult her or look down on her one of the points they are coming for her from is that ah, that's why it's because she she doesn't have a husband now that's why she, she, nobody can lead her so if nobody can lead you why are you leading other people do you understand that kind of thing that is where that argument usually stems from so when you see single women maybe in their mid-30s late 40s early 40s late 40s they'll be like oh it's because you're not submissive now that's why no man can lead you that's why so why why should you why should you lead other people or you even see men say things like why can you lead me you don't have a husband at home so why should you be my boss right it's like those are really arguments around leadership and all of that so you can see how Germany and two other countries that are ruled by women how they manage the coronavirus pandemic it's not because they were women it's because we are organized so when it comes to leading people people's destinies are in your hand you cannot put, you cannot make it based on whether you're minority or majority we just have to pick out somebody who will do what is the worry was taken from was taken from the north what has it done for the north so far in, in terms of cogent matter of security check it incompetent yeah. but it was brought from the north so we can't really do these things based on mm, this person is from this faction. Okay, get. I believe that competence trumps it all. It trumps it all. That's all. Okay. Well, um, feminism. I really can't say feminism has ha, as as a school of thought. Like the basic tenets of feminism should bring more bad than good. And like I think Howard said earlier on, some people like to interpret whatever, and then there are different school of thoughts, different people, different divisions, and all of that. But for me, as a person, I just like to go by the basic tenets of feminism, and that is equal opportunities. I wouldn't want anybody to see me less of a human being. I mean, because of I'm a woman, 
I just want you to see me as a human being first before seeing me as a woman. So the other extra school of thoughts, well, <laughs> they might just be extremes for me. But my point is, so any decision or any time or I'm faced with anything, I ask myself, is this person view me as a human being first? Or are you looking down on me because of I'm a woman? That is when I begin to have a problem or I begin to have issues with whatever is going on. And then for me, as a Christian that I am, what basically guides me, what what forms my 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 basic belief basically is the Bible. Yeah. And then really the Bible is not a book that is not the Bible supports equality. The Bible doesn't look down on any sex. The Bible doesn't. It doesn't so why why would I have a problem with feminism you get because that's like the basic so my Bible, my religion is against, um, for example, um, what is this transgender, this gay, gays, lesbians, and all of that. So that is why I have, I'm like, I'm not open to it. In my head, my Bible only really recognizes two genders, male and female. So those other extra, you get, I don't know whether you guys get my point. So what determines whether, whether something is extreme for me or not is defined by my belief. And that is in the word of God, what's what Christianity says, what Christianity suggests. So I check. So if there's a school of thought that comes up today and comes to say, oh, um, okay, so as a feminist, you can have um, 20 husbands. If men can, you know that's equal. You know that how, if like there's, there's the men, okay, a man can have, if a man can have three wives or 100 wives, if I fight for equal rights, the woman should have 100 husbands. Hello? you get what does my bible say about that, that that's maybe someone coming from equal opportunities yeah yeah abina so that's person's thinking equal that's opportunity. person's idea. idea of equal opportunity so but for me i'm trying to see that as an as an extreme because my bible doesn't tell me that my bible doesn't teach me that so for me what so i think what guides or what what the basis of my own extremism movies is it against what the word of god says and all of that so Thank you. Were you meeting? The, fir- the first time I, I really, really plunged into feminism to like understand what it is, it was in 2017. Yes, there about 2017. And it was Chimamanda um, Ngozi Adichie. I, I, I love reading about reading her work. So she wrote a book about, hey, I forgot the name of that this thing. So she one. Yeah, EJ, I really. Well, I don't remember the title. There are very That's even book. Anyway, <laughs> I shall read it. And, that's that time I realized how women have been treated into, you know, doing the unproductive, on unpaying chores in the house. She get so um, talking about the extremes. She get actually, yeah. If, yeah, if it is, if feminism has been the one to help with what we have today, then I, I like to thank feminism a lot because honestly, I can't imagine providing a loan for the house. I'll say it again. <laughs> this way in 2021, if you try to do it alone, you just die on time, just die away. Because you want yeah. to send your children to the best of schools, you want to live in the most comfortable apartments and all of that. So I have no problem. Given the kind of family I was raised at, she get I have no problem with my wife earning far more than me. She gets when my, mm. my my parents raised my sisters ahead of me. By the time the first one was getting married, she was chartered, chartered accountant, working on the big falls, and you know, her husband knew that. Shortcake of Chegget and the bad price is really nothing. So he knew that if you don't, the guy is literally quiet when she's nagging. You'll be like, okay, I pick you now. I don't shout at you. Chegget, that kind of thing. So I saw mm-hmm. how a woman being independent can actually help her to have a say 
in her family and in her marriage. The second one, as she was getting married, she was getting her PhD. She gets. So you are getting married to someone who has a PhD. You know you can't talk that one now. No matter the madness of Shoko you think you have in your head, she gets and all of that. So I saw how empowering the girl child could actually make her have a say and opinion. She gets in family mm-hmm. and from there escalating to the society. So, but then the wave of um, feminism, I think the girls who say around this, there are no many fem- actually in real life in Nigeria. That in real life, she gets in real life. You couldn't bully. Don't. Okay, um, Marvel. Sorry, can I please? You might not add this, but I just want to say something in line with what Olumidea said, and I think Boye also said something like this. And this may be where we where we have two different strands of feminism for me and Boye. Um, so she said um, feminism for her is more what we do in the public sector. So in terms of um, jobs, employment, education, and all of that, and it should not come into the family um, in terms of the private sector. But I think that feminism cannot work without, effectively anyway, without also including private and family life as well. Because when people talk about issues of doing domestic work, um, cooking and doing laundry and things like that we we try to make it laughable or trivialize it because we're like what's that but it's a very big reflection of how we've seen women's issues in most societies women are the ones who are more likely to do domestic work and even if it might seem small to you that work has deprived a lot of women from opportunities they would have gotten if they were not the ones doing it um so you come back from work with your husband you are the one expected to work and cook for him and um do the domestic work there and you expect that woman the next day to have the same output as her husband or as her male counterparts that just came home slept ate and slept and rested it has to work on the end you can't um, escape the private and say it's only the public that matters from my own perspective or even in terms of i have to go to school with my brother but before i go to school i'm the one more likely to be asked to sweep to cook and to prepare the things he's going to take we are going to the same school but my output is likely to be more deficient than the one my brother would put in. Because before he even started his work, I've started working. And when I come back home, I'm going to continue working. So even if we try to trivialize those issues, I still think they are very important. As much as I don't think it's, in, it's the place of any feminist to dictate how you should live your life in your house, if that's what you believe you should do, I think it's an important conversation to have as well that is it should it be something that we dictate as a gender role? Or should we look at, for example, how Olumide's family have lived their life? The person who has more time to do it, the person who is more capable of doing it. So if I get married, for example, and I'm the one who can cook, I won't expect my husband to be cooking just because of the capability. But I would not do it simply because I'm a woman. I would do it because I'm the one who has the time, for example, and I'm the one who is more capable. And that's why I think like the conversation transcends. It can't just be about the public. The private and family affects the public as well. Well, sorry, I think when when I was talking, you actually sort of and then because of maybe the question at the time. Yeah. That's why that's why I had to like say that yeah. first. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, but really, my own thing, and I usually, I think okay, one of my marvelous questions actually didn't really we didn't get to the gender role part. I don't think yeah. we had to discuss gender role. So, but then when I say when I'm like okay, we shouldn't always first because usually, especially on Twitter. It's like the time when Chimamanda really came out to like talk about feminism. Yeah. I was so shocked that someone was um, talking about something from a very, very intelligent point of view. And then you guys begin to drag it into family life and all of that. First of all, before any social, and then maybe because of, of my own religion and all of that, but I feel like yeah. 
families in a home now, in a home, in, in a family, feminism should not be like what guides what. Yeah, like first of all, feminism should not be like in the first place. Like in my home, for example, feminism is not what guides us. But are all of us educated? Yes. So there, there's no such thing as gender role. I mean, I put on generator. I can wash car. I can do all of that. Just if you can do, you get that kind of thing. So, but then. Yeah. It's just annoying that when people are beginning to look at, talk about this thing on a large scale, like and then like even real, real, real life issues now, their first you now come after start saying, "Hey, how can that kind of woman submit to her husband?" Is that what we are talking about? First of all, I'm not your husband. I don't feel like outside if we are colleagues or anything, you should, you should, you should talk to me like I'm not. You're not the one that the Bible told. You're not. It's not you that I was asked to submit to. You're not my husband. Mm. Do you understand? So that's why I was all, I yes. first said that women sh- they, they shouldn't bring, don't just first bring that thing to the home, to the home scene and all yeah. of that. And then even yeah. the Bible, like equality, like, and there's some things people have just like misinterpreted some things that the Bible actually says. Like the Bible is one book that is equal. If that's the case, I mean, if, if it's truly the Bible that rules your home, why would you look down on someone on a particular gender? Than the other. I mean, I have a lot of my initial secondary school I went to, I have a lot of evil friends. And I've seen that a lot of their fathers, a whole lot of their fathers, invest more in their brothers' education than the than the in the education of the women. So I have friends that their brothers get to study abroad because of oh, they're the ones that will carry the family name and a couple of years. You that your surname will change. Why don't you? Abby? Abby? Why don't you why don't you study in Nigeria? To me, it doesn't even make sense. Till tomorrow, I don't even know the idea of where changing of surname came to. Like, I keep telling people that I get to date or I finally maybe be, like, you really have to explain to me why I have to change my surname. Like, we actually have to have a proper conversation about it. I don't, I don't, I don't even understand it. Like, what is the root of that thing? I mean, a name that carried on for like 20 something years of my life, then you don't expect me to, to because you married me. If your husband is like yeah. me, it's not a discussion. If not, we'll go and sit down. Nobody knows why this thing started. It just became a exactly like we don't question things. Everybody is just dogmatic about things. If we talk about religion now, for instance, somebody told me once, so I don't know if I believe in or not. I don't care about it. So change your name if you like. I don't change your business. Um they said when Adam, when they first met Eve, he named her, and your name shall be Eve. Get, so that's why I didn't give it. She gets so everybody's having fabulous tea. Okay, top your idea, boy. Okay, no worries. People's name is strong, so you can only choose it. Okay, for someone like me now, who know my father? <laughs> so if you say you're not changing to my name, what do I want to do? <laughs> But in my, like so, th- those are things. Th- those are issues that we even need to address. So people should not always be quick to. And then you you find like I, I gave you guys the example of my two two managers in my office, and then the managers and then she just had to be like, I'm not your wife. You don't even if you address your wife like that at home, you can't address me like that. You get that kind of thing. Or sometimes I there was even one day I think um, I was somewhere, and then I think it was me and a bike man or something. So we just had this class, and it just goes. And I, I mean, as usual now, I just have to like stand up to the man, like, sir, you can't talk to me like that, but you can't treat me like this. And he goes, oh, so if, am I not old enough to be your father? Are you for real? Are you my father? You get that kind of thing, or you see some, they'll yeah. tell you, eh, is that, is that, is that, is that how you talk to your husband at all? Excuse me, you're not my husband. And if my husband even messes up, I mean, why can't I call him out and drag him? 
okay, not out, out, but like in the family, we can actually talk about this thing. Now, I don't mean like maybe ridiculing him or something. I'm just saying that if people do the wrong thing, you should not be afraid to correct someone or speak out. I will actually what I'm saying. <laughs> Why can't you talk? No, if your husband is if your husband is doing something wrong, I mean in a in a marriage, why 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 would you keep quiet? Because oh, he's a man, so you can't talk to your husband anyhow. So I'm not saying go and shout or be rude or something, but in their ways you you address issues and then you talk about things. That's what I'm just trying to say. And then people just carry okay, especially men, they have that mentality that because oh, you are the head in your house, you now believe that automatically every other woman should now submit to you no now no no so that's my my cousin remarks basically is that i feel like there should be more enabling laws that we need to have like a lot of laws that enable women more that empower women more especially in this country that we call nigeria like a lot and as such would even be sort of those kind of laws should also like help the men sort of example i'll go back to the maternity leave issue Give me maternity leave. They deserve it. I know that say paternity. she know. Sorry, paternity. Give men, give men paternity leave. I know that say for maybe their side chicks. So for like for women that are they are legally married to and all of that, they deserve paternity leave. Yeah. So those kind of laws that make it more balanced to have a proper career, have a proper public life, irrespective of whether you choose to get married or you don't choose to have a family life and all of that. So that should not hinder you. Someone should not be scared to employ me because it feels like, oh, six months after my marriage, I'll get pregnant. So he doesn't know what I mean because he's trying to be more productive in business and all of that. So that should, I mean, no, no. So thank you. All right. Thank you so much, guys. It has been, um, well, not necessarily the most peaceful, um, controversial discussion we've had, but then um, I'm grateful for your comments, your opinions, for, and I believe that we've all learned, we've relent, and then we've learned. And I, I think it's it's our desire that people who get to listen to this episode also get to like take one or two things out of this episode, and they just help them to shape their mind because this kind of discussion helps to you know better the society, helps to you know better the minds of people. And I hope that the goal of this podcast is achieved. Thank you so much, guys. I'm very very grateful. Thank you so much, marvelous. And Thank it was you. Nice. For- Speaking with Olumide and Boye. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, nice it was it was nice nice speaking with you too. All right, we've come to the end of this episode. Um, so guys, please stay tuned for more episodes. Um, we'll keep working on on more definitely to enlighten and society as well. All right, guys, see you next time. Bye.